Uh, hey everybody, how's it going? This is Ricky Schmidt or uh, Pro Rest Hero for FreeAdmissionFR.com. Not here with your weekly Ring of Honor television recap. Believe me, I'll get to that one later. This is actually an audio recap of Ring of Honor's debut at the quote-unquote historic Hera Arena yesterday uh, afternoon. Uh, I thought it was a fairly good show. Um, some there's some stupid little things happened. Just the way the whole show came off uh, was a little weird, but. Overall, very good day of wrestling. Um, the dark match... Actually, you know what? I'll talk about the meet and greet because there's something about this that really bothered me. Um, Davey Richards apparently had traffic problems or something, so they sent Jay Lethal in his place. And I got the feeling from Jay Lethal that he really did not want to be meeting fans. I mean, I walked up to Jay and shook his hand. He had his head down, did not look me in the eye. Just, hey, you know, hey, thanks. You know, how you doing? And then just, you know... Um, Fortunately, the Briscoes were super cool. Uh, Mark Briscoe actually extended his hand and was like, How you doing, young man? And I was like, Dude, you're my hero. Um, it, it was cool meeting the Briscoes. Roderick Strong was a really cool guy. Shook my hand and uh, uh, thanked me for coming out. And uh, as he was walking uh, back to the locker room, I actually, uh, actually extended his hand a second time, which was cool, uh, especially for a quote-unquote heel. Um... They ran the actual 5,500-seat part of Hera, but they tarped off about half the damn building, and then um, they had the hard camera about... It, it, honestly, they, they only used about a third of the building. Uh, that's the best way I could describe it. They did not draw a lot of fans. I mean, there were plenty of empty seats, and actually, during a couple of the matches, they were offering for everybody in general admission to go down to the floor seats. Um, the hard camera was fixed towards the entrance so uh it's not like you're going to be able to see like the hard camera looking across you'll see like a million empty seats at least i hope not when the dvd comes out um hero arena is a really nice venue um really really shitty customer service though if you call them they they're just like the worst um but anyways the show um the dark match had a really really awesome surprise in that King Fale of New Japan fame was in the dark match against a guy who I don't remember his name and I've never seen him before in my fucking life. Uh Fale beat him. Uh Fale actually a pretty over towards the end of the match and that's cool cuz I'm a huge fan of the guy and um I was actually the only person in the building who knew who he was. And um it was just really surreal to kind of see that guy cuz I you think of, like, a Ring of Honor Dark Match, it's like, oh, you know, Andy Ridge versus Grizzly Redwood or something like that. But no, it was uh, <laughs> it was King Fale from New Japan. Um, the opening match was the All Night Express versus Muhammad Ali Vaez, I believe is his name, and uh, Chris Silvio versus, uh, was the All Night Express. I'm sorry, it's 5 in the morning. Um, it was a pretty fun little tag match. Went about, I'd say, 10 minutes almost. Um, a and X were super over. Uh, they won with the Powerbomb Blockbuster Combo. And then they cut a promo after the match talking about how they're sick of waiting for a tag title shot and how everybody in the back's got a bullseye on their ass. Um, Kenny King is awesome. Um, he he actually controlled the crowd fairly well during that promo. Um, and then we got Michael Elgin versus Samson Walker, which was just an awesome power versus power type match. Um, they, they, there was a spot they almost blew where Elgin did the buckle bomb. Uh, he almost dropped Samson, and then just because Michael Elgin's this fucking awesome, just kind of he just like whipped the guy up and then threw him into the buckle. It was it was really cool to see. And Samson looks like a fairly heavy guy, so that couldn't have been easy by any stretch of the imagination. Um, Elgin won with the crossface, I believe. 
Uh, and then the third match was B.J. Whitmer versus Kevin Steen with Jimmy Jacobs. And just as a side note, when I first got to Harrow Arena, I went in to ask uh, security a question about parking. As I was walking out, uh, I actually saw Jimmy Jacobs going into the building, and he was a very, very nice guy. I actually heard that Jimmy was an asshole, but I didn't get that vibe from him. Anyways, Steen and Whitmer was okay. It was, it was your, I guess, paint-by-numbers B.J. Whitmer match, which you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Um, Kevin Steen was, uh, he, he actually, um, I don't know what I want to say. I guess you could say owned a couple of hecklers who were chaining Die, Steen, Die. He just walked over to the ropes and goes, two fucking people. And then later in the match, um, uh, Whitmer was on the mat and he looks right back at those guys and goes, Die, Steen, Die, fuck you, and does a, um, senton to, uh, Whitmer. They did a spot where, um, every time Steen went to whip Whitmer into the row, or the barricade, uh, Whitmer would reverse and Steen would eat the barricade. Um... Like I said, it wasn't, wasn't a fantastic match, but it certainly was not a bad match. Uh, Steen won, and then, um, wait, no, it was later in the show. I'm sorry. Um, oh, the next match was Kyle O'Reilly and El Generico with a 15-minute time limit. They go almost to 15 minutes. Uh, really, really good match, but it had a screwy finish. Jimmy Jacobs runs out as Generico's going for the turnbuckle brain buster, and I don't remember if he tripped Generico or if Generico tripped himself. But, um, there was that distraction, and then Kevin Steen comes out, and it's all big schmaz, and eventually this leads to, um, Kevin Steen putting the ankle lock on Kyle O'Reilly, which brings out a bunch of jobbers and security and all this crap. Kevin Steen fights those guys off, but here comes Davey Richards, and, uh, Richards puts the ankle lock on Steen, um, Steen gets out of it, hits the F5 on the, uh, chair, there was a steel chair he had Kyle O'Reilly's leg with the chair. I forgot to mention that. Anyways, um, Davey gets the F5 onto the chair, and he was actually selling the uh, selling it in the main event like those ribs were hurt. Uh, we went to intermission. I, I was probably like a 10, 15-minute intermission. This show went by really fast. It was actually like it was a nine-match show if you count the pre-show, and it was only about a two-hour and 55-minute show. Uh, we came back from intermission with TJ Perkins and Mike Mondo, I don't remember what TJ won with, but TJ Perkins won a match. Imagine that. Uh, really fun match. Uh, T- both guys were really over. Um, at least in the building. I don't know, again, how it'll come across on DVD, but um, TJ was really over. Mike Mondo is awesome. Um, I I want to say it's kind of like their TV matches, because that's immediately what it reminded me of. Mondo works the arm a lot, and uh, just is generally an awesome heel, and then TJ makes his little comeback and wins. Um, Then we had Roderick Strong and Jay Lethal, two out of three falls, which was actually a lot better than I thought it would be. Um, Roddy won the first fall when uh, Truth distracted Lethal, and uh, uh, Roddy just rolled him up. And then the second fall, Roddy was going for the um, like the rock bottom backbreaker, and uh, Jay Lethal just wrapped around and did a crucifix. And then the third fall, um, Jay Lethal won with Lethal Injection after each guy, ba- they did like a million finishes. And actually one of the biggest um, reactions of the entire night was Roddy hitting the sick kick because everybody thought that was it. So that, that was kind of cool to see like one of those matches where like a million finishes gets kicked out of, but we saw one of those with the main event too. Uh, we had the Briscoes versus Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team, and I don't... It wasn't a bad match. It was actually... It was okay. It wasn't, you know, amazing. It wasn't, you know, horrible. Um, All Night Express came out halfway through the match. Um, honestly, the body of the match, about the same thing you'd expect 
from uh, both teams. They did the thing where they were going for the leap of faith. Um, Jay Briscoe like countered it into a head, so they're sending Charlie Haas on to All Night Express. So A and X start kicking Charlie Haas's ass, and uh, Jay Lethal hits Jay Lethal. Jay Briscoe, God, I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, Jay Briscoe hits the Death Valley Driver, and Mark hits the Froggy Bow. I believe that's what's called. Uh, for the win, and then um, we have a thing with the All Night Express saying, you know, the Briscoes and the All Night Express are gonna have a match soon, and Jay Briscoe said, well, hell, we'll do it right here. And actually, this is the funny part. Um, Jim Cornette could actually be seen, and there's this big dude with a beard who looked kind of like fucking one-man gang. He just looks, sign the contract, let him fight tonight, Cornette! And I just started shitting myself laughing. I, I, I don't know what it is. It was incredibly funny to me. Um, and then, of course, we had the main event, which was Davy Richards versus Adam Cole for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I don't know the exact time on this match, but I think it went around 25 uh, I wouldn't be shocked if it was if it was closer to twenty. I thought this was a hell of a match. Um, basically, and again, basically you look at the two names and it's about what you expect. Davy Richards is going to do a million kicks and shit like that, and Adam Cole's fantastic. And um, there was actually one moment in the match, and I think there's something to be said when you can make the most cynical wrestling fan who knows for a fact that he's not going to see a title change. I think there's something to be said when you can make that person think, even for a split second, that, oh, crap, I'm about to see the title change. Um, Adam Cole hit the crossbody on Davey, and, uh, like, Sinclair's hand came with, like, a hair's breadth of actually hitting the mat for three, and the building was just going nuts. Um, also, just a note on the crowd, if anybody's seen Survival of the Fittest 2011, they were horrible for that show. The crowd tonight was much, much better. Like... At least if, at least when we got the This Is Wrestling chant, it wasn't This Is... Like, a bunch of fucking mindless assholes chanting it. Uh, the people were actually really into it. Um, Davey won with the ankle lock, and it was really cool because Adam was in, like, the regular ankle lock, but then Davey kind of, like, cloverleaved the legs and rolled over and had him in, like, this really sick ankle lock variation. And um, Davey won with that. I actually didn't stick around to hear Davey Richards' speech. It's... State in Ohio, we had to we had to get out of there. But uh, all in all, I mean, the show was over at seven fifty six. Started I think right around five o'clock. Um, the meet and greet was really cool, minus Jay Lethal acting like he didn't want to be there. Um, the whole the whole show was really awesome. And for fifteen dollars, you know, it's probably the best value in wrestling as far as um, the actual entertainment value of the show. And, and certainly, I mean, I, I haven't gone to a, a ton of shows, but as far as um, match quality goes, this is probably the best show I've ever went to. I mean, Davey Richards and Adam Cole's better than anything I've seen in, like, any of the shows in Fort Wayne. And certainly, I think, better than anything that was on uh, Over the Limit 2010. So, uh, there's your recap for freeadmissionfr.com. I am at ProRestHero. You can follow me on Twitter at that, and you can follow Free Admission on Twitter at FreeAdmissionFR. And I'll talk to you again after a while.